future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. Thank you for being a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death i'd like to propose a toast this is on the rocks with alexander coming at you from sunset gower studios in the heart of hollywood where i drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion entertainment pop culture reality tv and and that's about it so pop a court pour a glass lean back and enjoy on the rocks Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Cheers. Indeed, it's going to be a bumpy, bumpy night. Let's have a kiki. <laughs> knew you were going to start with that. I am obsessed with that song, and we are having a kiki with a kiki. Like, how gorgeous is that? A literal kiki. A literal kiki. All right, ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I am your host for this evening. There is so much talent in this room. It's Musical Tuesdays. Like, we're all musicians, except for Kurt. 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 God bless Kurt. What's wrong with you? Um, Love him. As as we start every show, Kurt, do you um, you have to give straight people their their voice. Um, Do you have a pun for us? Uh, I I do, actually. Oh, God, hurry up. (laughs) Did, Did you hear they translated Harper Lee's novel into Mexican? It's called uh, Tequila Mockingbird. Wow! You don't even give yourself applause on that one. No, don't do it. He does not don't need do applause. It. We need a wah wah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for that pun, Kurt. Ready. You're so punny. <laughs> uh, we have such a great lineup today. Of course, uh, returning is my special guest, socialite. Shake him. <laughs> you don't even have him to shake. I know. I can, I can shake my imaginary yes. ones. Eric Restivo, hey on. uh, socialite, uh, singer, socialite. performer. Alexander made this up, by the way. The socialite. socialite. I'm not even sure what yeah, that means. You had a means. tattooed on your... Mm-mm. Yeah, well. Uh, but you are here later. because you have a very special edition of Blackout, our most popular segment. We do. We have a very special Pride edition. Pride. I actually don't think you're in any of these ones, which I took is myself a first. <laughs> oh, I sent you the one with you and then you took it out, of course. I did. Hey, Kurt. Love you. <laughs> um, and then our our guests uh, have literally traveled around the world performing uh, music. Kiki Epson, Hollywood royalty, um, singer, songwriter, uh, uh, garage band beginnings to jazz to a stint in Back to the Future with big <laughs> hair. Uh, we have Kiki Epson here. I'm very, very excited. Fashionista as well, Fashionista. by the way. Fashionista. Look at that dress. <laughs> I, I, I. And the rest. Yeah, it's like, talk about a hot tamale. Um, we are uh, we're here to discuss uh, Kiki for Father's Day. Yes. Uh, you have a very special brunch uh, show planned, and it's it's in tribute to your father, of course, Hollywood legend Buddy Epson. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. So we have so many stories. I thought he was going to come out. <laughs> well, no, that'd be a little bit difficult. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Different uh, show. <laughs> it's the Long Island medium. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, that wasn't awkward. Let's have a kinky. <laughs> and then from, from uh, popular, from America's Got Talent, uh, we have Brandon James from the group Brandon Dreams, which is so weird, and when I'm typing emails and tagging and all that, it's like, oh my God, because we also have James, the cellist from Brandon James here. This is how we just start introducing ourselves. I'm Brandon James. James Clark. <laughs> James Clark, yeah. James Brandon. Clark. And you, Clark. 
you can tell them apart by the accent, and that's about it. That's, <laughs> see, every, everyone thinks that we're brothers. We sort of slightly rebranded ourselves, or now the Brandon James duo. I was going to yeah, say that it's Brandon, not a group; it's a duo. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. It makes right, right. more sense to people, and yeah. they're not like, "What?" Is There's no on? more room in this group for the other than two. Yeah, bam, it's full. It is full. It's full of personality, full of talent. You guys literally have traveled the world. Um, you just came back from a sold-out show in Australia. Uh, amazing. Um, and you guys have something coming up this Sunday, like a Sondheim something or other. We do. We're did you look? Um, did you know that? Because you looked at oh, each other like you didn't even know. Oh, I was like, what <laughs> day is it? Calendar this and week? I was like, oh, I'm really busy, I think. <laughs> it's Sondheim. Nobody's too busy for Sondheim. This is true. There's a benefit called Stage LA, and this is the 30th year anniversary of the longest running musical theater AIDS benefit in the world, actually. And um, the theme this year is Sondheim, so we're playing a concert of uh, Sondheim music and it has Alexander Billings and Loretta Devine and Alison Alice Janney. Janney. Oh, yeah, I love. Be great. We're kind of scared but also very excited. Oh please. You guys have played all over the place. You're not scared. There's not going to be any so, other cellists there. It's like, you know, it's very specialized. You, you have to be very skilled to, to, to pull it <laughs> right. off. So yes, I've tried to sing that. that. Yeah. Like you have to count? Nope. Uh, no. Yeah. no good at that. Like, Sometimes doesn't not look the best today. on you, Dan. <laughs> doesn't look the best on you. <laughs> it's like, do you want a drummer for your show? No thanks. No. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, at the start of the show, I, I just, you know, we, uh, my show is so lighthearted. It's not political. It's not religious. It's not anything. But we have to just take a moment. We have to acknowledge, obviously, what happened, uh, the horrible tragedy uh, in Orlando. Um, so our thoughts and prayers to the victims, uh, families, anybody involved, really, whether you're gay, straight, uh, whatever religion you are, we were hit home this last weekend. So um, our thoughts... And prayers go to that. We will not do a moment of silence because we cannot be silent about what is happening uh, in the nation. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Got it. Can we say one more thing about it? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. you may. Oh, thank you so much. O- only because thoughts and prayers are great, but we need people to go out and vote. We need people to voice their opinion and to support their legislation on a local and a national sense because that's what's going to make things change is people actually voting in this next election. It's very important. So I hope that happens. Vote, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Go and vote. For some people and not for others. But that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) Okay, Uh, for my new listeners, uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at OnTheRocksOnAir. You can find me online at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com and Facebook. And if you go to the website, you will see the pictures that we are playing from Blackout. Oh, are they on there already? Uh, they're not there yet, oh, okay, but after okay. you, have to, you have to save. You have to save the surprise. No, I know. I'm all about the saving. Um, and you can find me at AfterBuzz TV on Sunday evenings. And next week we start a syndication on KLBP uh, in Long Beach, ninety nine point one FM, Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yes. yes. Long Beach Pride. Go 49ers. <laughs> yes. What? That's, that's where I did my master's. 49ers. Oh, that's right. You went to Long Beach. Yes. Long Beach State. Yeah. Uh, so apparently this radio station, we're going to have a kickoff party at one of the clubs down there. So... Cool. More Are they good? That. The clubs nice. down there? Yeah, yeah. There's beach? tons of clubs. Oh, they have cool. paradise. Actually, it's amazing. They have the Silver Fox. That's my favorite. Yes. Is, am I allowed to do that's old product school. endorsement? But well. it is totally old school. <laughs> and yeah, the, two cans or something. I don't know. There's lots of places. And there's Paradise, which is like a jazz bar. They have Par- a piano yes. and you can do show tunes. I got kicked out of Paradise. So. I'm not surprised. <laughs> not sure if we're gonna have it there, but <laughs> <I'm> not surprised. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, also, a huge thank you to our sponsors. Of course, Rocks Vodka. We're already a bottle and a half in. Um, although that. Kiki. Kiki did not want her rocks. I knew he was going to do this to you. I knew he was going to put you on the spot. Defend it. Look at that flute. Heard there was going to be champagne. Champagne. (laughs) 
I love how she says that too. Champagne. It's like Patsy. I, dre- I, I dressed for champagne. Yes, you did. And cheers. I will plans. have it. Yes. Well, cheers. Thank you, do you have any vodka in that champagne glass? I will in about yeah. five seconds. Yeah, we're just gonna do that. Because <laughs> as soon as this is that, I'm gonna go all vodka. champagne and vodka together. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's what I did. We did that. Sweetie, we did that. Chanel, Dior, Lagerfeld, Givenchy, Gucci, darling. Names, names, names. That commercial was my favorite part of the Tony Awards on Sunday night. Though. Was the F oh, movie July twenty second? I was like, <laughs> so excited. So when I go to the movies, I bring the little bottles of wine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the movies with you. Yes. Oh my god! And you have to place them in your pockets, and then you have to have a folded up jacket, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then you have to so walk a certain way so they don't cling. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Don't touch me. I have broken rib. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't even see my ribs, Kiki. That's a good trick, Kiki. <laughs> I just heard about it. <laughs> she just heard Asking for a friend, you know, asking for a friend. Hollywood secrets. <laughs> it's going to be on TMZ, Kiki. <laughs> I love saying her name over and over again. again? I want, like, again. Kiki perfume by Kiki. Yeah, Kiki Kurt, by you should Kiki. start a count. Start a count with how many times you say Kiki today yes. on the radio. <laughs> I think it's already at 700. We've already assaulted his senses. He's like, I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> um, it could go so bad. We were talking right about you now. at the movie theater oh, yeah. walking, I went to go see the help and you know how like sad and tearful this is already ironic <laughs> my jacket had fallen off the seat and it was one of those where like it was the concrete levels and so it was during the sad part at the end where she's saying the little, goodbye to the little girl and all my bottles were empty at that point all you could hear is clink roll 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 clink roll roll roll, roll clink until a smash at the very bottom it never ended like, oh. you was kind you was important you was drunk I was drunk oh, yeah. <laughs> the longest five seconds of your life I know because all I could, I was like it didn't somebody- end Stop them? You needed some help. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Kurt, can you put Brandon's microphone up, please? Brandon, you're very soft spoken. Thank you. It's because you're saving your voice. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, vodka helps that. Bam. Yes. Do you need up. more? Do you need more? No, no, no. <laughs> you're just, oh, you're, you're divulging empty. to our audience uh, how much I've had to drink. No, <laughs> by asking that's if I need the, more. No, it was a half a shot. That was a half a shot. And we have two Mine was watered down. Uh, we have a sneak peek premiere of Brandon James' duo, right? Yes. Uh, new single, You Belong. Yes. So we're going to hear that, and then we have a clip from Kiki's brunch uh, tribute uh, and uh, we have you singing Moon River which is one of my favorite songs and you do such a great job so uh, we have some musical breaks treats coming up Um, still uh, give it out to our sponsors Glitterati Tours uh, luxury tours for visitors non-visitors just people around it's in an SUV it's not like a stinky bus like it's it's luxury Glitterati is it half open? Is there a roof or like? No, that's, uh, how common? You I don't, don't want know. the people to see I don't you. Know. I don't want any of the LA air on yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the tour. <laughs> LA air. <laughs> it, it's a stalker tour. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Screened in glass <laughs> windows. It's my kind of tour. And they serve champagne, and so I'm just very excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna go one day just to do it. Yes, yeah. uh, actually I am. Let's I'm go do get, it. Yes, we're gonna get some past guests. Everyone's go coming. We went on the Breaking Bad tour once. No. Yeah, it was in an RV and. They blew like blue crystal meth clouds from the ceiling. I would pay top dollars to do the Breaking Bad. No, you think, you think I really would. would. No, I would. I would. Well, come to Albuquerque and you'll you can. All right, we'll hook you hold, up. I'll hold you. Wait, you had to go to Albuquerque for this tour? Yeah, I don't even go to Silver Lake. That's like I'm not going. It's, there's a pizza on the house roof, even. Oh, okay, I'll go. Yes, <laughs> he's in. Why do you say when he talked pizza? He looked right at me. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> wow. All right, James. <clears throat> that cello you brought in? Mm, oh. It's gone. <laughs> How
how awful if it really was. Okay, yeah, anyway, no. Uh, thank you to Glitterite Tours. Also, our sponsor, Epicta, E-P-I-K-T-A. Uh, they do affordable web design, mobile apps, whether you're a performer or own a business. They drive traffic to your website. Uh, it's it's great. Um, and then, finally, mm-hmm, our favorite. My favorite. Our favorite sponsor, Spunk Lube. Go to spunklube.com. Kiki, I'm so embarrassed. We have Hollywood royalty and I'm talking about lube. But you could use it for, it's it's Anything. medicinal. It's like a moisturizer. Uh, yes. You know, it's yes. a thin I, I serum. I think I get it. Just don't get it on your sheets. <laughs> yeah. Why does everybody comment? That's the first thing everybody comments is what does it do to your sheets? Because uh, KY it's, it's Jelly doesn't okay. really do that. Well, right? it doesn't stain. I know that. <laughs> you know that from My all the bottles you've taken? My friend told me. Anyway, we have a bottle for everybody to take home. Yeah. Kiki, you don't have to take yours if you want to. I want my lube. It, yes, might, <laughs> it might change her life. You have no idea. Uh, I think she's seen a few things. Thank you, Spunk. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Spunk Lube. They just won some award. Like, they're the top lube of choice on, on set. Got is it, Spunk. Isn't water Got Spunk. Spunk. Got yes. Spunk. <laughs> Got spun. They're gonna use that as. as the, is it water-based? Water yeah. huh? Is it a water-based lube? Is it a water-based lube or silicon? Am I a scientist? I don't know. Do we have a bottle? It just Kurt, works. Well, we Kurt, give water, us your bottle. No, Kurt was the first one to take one home. I'm like, oh. Well, he's a newlywed, so. Oh, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Okay, hybrid. put the microphone down, Kurt. He, he, <laughs> one day, this little ghetto microphone popped out, and so he could have a voice. I was like, really? All right, Lucy wants to be in the show. Okay, so thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> Very excited. Okay. Um, so let's let's get down to it. I thought we, we already did. I mean, this show is kind of <laughs> not what I was expecting, so just saying. What were you expecting? I, I don't know. I wasn't briefed. <laughs> we had Academy Award winner Shirley Jones come in, and she was like, what is this? <laughs> what did? fresh hell is this? Yes. We were, we're just working with her son today, actually, on a brand new show. Oh, that's so funny. I just we just left sh- him an hour ago. That's uh, Patrick, Patrick Cassidy. Yeah, I saw Patrick Cassidy and Shirley Jones. They did a Valentine's show in Palm Springs. Yeah. I got to hear Shirley room. Jones sing You'll Never Walk Alone, Music Man, with her son. It was amazing. And her grandson uh, got up and sang Being Alive from Sondheim. Who's a tall, Company. B- beautiful blonde boy, right? Uh, well, no. okay. Yeah. <laughs> He sang. It was great. It was a nice family moment. No, but to hear Shirley Jones was, I mean, amazing. And she Iconic. had such a fun time on, on, on the show. And she loves her vodka, by the way. She, she, she got a case. She took a case home. She had it right there. You sent her a case. I'm getting drunk with Mary and the Librarian. <laughs> I love she it. She took the box home. <laughs> Do they make a box vodka, by the way? They're, they're about Ooh. to, if they haven't. They have canned wine now. Have you seen this? Canned wine? Yeah, I was at Trader Joe's this morning shopping for bacon and eggs and whatever. I eat bacon. Don't judge me. No, you don't. You, whatever. Like every it's day. It's like tofu bacon. I love bacon. No, it's real bacon. Anyway, so I was looking, I was checking out at the register and they have canned <laughs> wine. Like six pack cans of red wine. Not white yet. Ew, only I don't red. Like it. No, no. no I mean, I wine like has never taste. been in a can. Why like, is it suddenly is it a, in a can? Is it a spritzer or is it actually? No, it's just red wine. 12 ounces. Can't get behind. I mean, like could you imagine sick. glug, 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 12 ounces of wine like that? Well, yeah, I can well, imagine. Well, I can that. imagine. Yeah. yeah, I mean. <laughs> Aged in aluminium. It's great. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> aluminium. Aluminium. Yeah. Is that how we say it? All right. All right. Aluminium instead of oaked, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's got a better ring. Yeah. Um, so, Kiki, I'm obsessed with. Uh, with your whole story, obviously coming from Hollywood family, um, daughter of, of Buddy Epson, who's one of my favorite performers. In doing research for the show, I forgot what a consummate singer-dancer he was from his early movies, um, 
uh, and he was on the Dean Martin show singing and dancing. I was like, oh my God, that's Buddy Epson. Yeah. And I totally had forgotten about that whole part of his career. Yeah. Uh, the whole showmanship has really been in your family for a long, 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 long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you started in music very, very, very early. early. Very early. Well, my, my, you know, father, obviously a song and dance man, actor. My mother was an actress. She had a theater. So, and my sister was an actress. So, drama was very big at the table. <laughs> it wasn't just like pass the butter. It was like, please pass the, the butter. butter, please. <laughs> Could you please hurry it up? And it was just constant. And then a playoff. Like, oh my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a playoff. Yeah. So I was just trying to hide, like, Ugh. so I found solace in my piano. I, I thought that was a wonderful way to escape. Oh, the drama! But you couldn't really because we were immersed in it. You know, show tunes and and every went to every original cast production. You know, concerts. I mean, what I love it now looking back because it was brilliant. You know. But I didn't understand because I'm the youngest of six girls. Wow. wow. Your poor dad. Yeah, and, and there was a yeah. there's a younger boy. <laughs> there's a boy who's a year younger. And um, so, you know, I kind of came in at the end of his career. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, the end of his song and dance career. And he was already dead clampet by the time I was, you know, uh, born. And I only saw pictures of his time in New York City. And, and you know, I remember him saying, I came to New York City with $26.65. And, and a I'm dance like, belt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, right, right. It's the 70s. And I just wanted to hear about Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith and Alice Cooper. I was a rock and roller. And mm -hmm. he wanted me to like appreciate jazz. And I wasn't having any of it. So this was a great journey for me to go back into his life and really sink into just what kind of performer he was and the challenges that came with it. What I love is that he had uh, he was on a hiatus from Barnaby Jones, of course, one of his iconic roles. Mm -hmm. And then he put together like this family troupe and you guys like performed together. You were in high school, right? Yeah, I was in high school and he just said, We're going on the road and we're gonna put the family show together and I had a rock band, you know, in high school. <laughs> How do you I'm go like, from that to like dad? I don't wanna <laughs> Well, you know, he just want you know, I could see that it was very important to him. And my sister was tapping, you know, tapped and, and sang with him. And we had our band and we did some bits with him. And my brother played the drums and my dad would tap. And so it was really, really nice. And I, I, I did a lot of performing with him as well, you know, in town with the rap parties. And we'd go around and perform at the Motion Picture Country Home and uh, at the El Toro Marine Base. And so I did a little bit of tapping. I wasn't the best tap dancer. My sister was much better. They wouldn't let me put the taps on my shoes. But I was a... Oh. <laughs> I was a, I know. Oh, I just thought you all tapped a, to a track or something. No. <laughs> this is the real world. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was a better singer. So there you go. But yeah, it was wonderful. It was really wonderful, especially now to look back on what an amazing career that he had. Well, and all these aspects have, have fed into your songwriting, being able to sample from so many different styles. Yes. Um, and I mean, you have such a consummate career um, on, on your own. You've been on the Arsenio Hall Show, uh, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. You've been on TV with like Robert Goulet, Dolly mm -hmm. Parton, Melissa Etheridge, Gloria mm -hmm. Stefan, Glenn Campbell. I mean, the, it goes on and on. And right after college, you, you toured with Chicago. Yeah. So, I, mean, I know. That's your first gig? Yeah. Like, girl, calm down. Like the band Chicago? Yeah, like 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 the band. Exactly like the band Chicago. Um, I thought we were talking about the musical, actually. I thought you were Rugsy Hot. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. I cried myself to sleep. You'd be amazing um, in Chicago, every by Chicago the way. Every Chicago Like, even right now, when yeah. I was a go kid. do yeah. Chicago okay, in New yes. York. Velma Kelly, are you kidding? Get her in Chicago on, right now. Make it happen, Clifford. There's no tapping. It's a little bit jazzy. Seriously. So. It's jazz dancing, so if you mess up, you just go, wow, look what I did. Uh, okay, but we digress. 
I was actually in college to study <laughs> opera, and I did get my degree in classical voice, which was a real departure from the rock music that was in my heart. They just liked my voice and thought it had a very operatic quality. I left college. I uh, actually entered a competition with one of my original songs and won the competition It was and became Collegiate Entertainer of the Year for <laughs> one year. And then I got a job... Overachiever, as, Kiki. I'm sorry. I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, no, keep talking. no, keep talking. Keep talking. Then I got an opportunity to go out with the group Chicago as a MIDI technician. What? I know. Wow. So I know. They're that impressed. Is You're such like, a what is that? Yeah, yeah. So it was 1985. Yes, it was. <laughs> and yeah. Sorry, I'm back. To, let me tell you about 1985. Midi in the 80s is like. Midi in the 80s was kind of like. Miss Pac Man. It was so, so magical. Yeah, it, was. To, it was computers and samplers and only special people like me who, who understood the whole sampling and programming of synthesizers was able to go in and program and do the work for the band so I was a roadie mm. and I traveled with the roadies but I was the only girl on an 18 guy tour band and crew wow yeah I saw some things yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah I can imagine <laughs> but it was a great experience they were lovely boys actually and I did two tours and a record with them and then I left and I got on stage with Al Jarreau and went on and started you know as a you know became a sideman for the next 25 years with how crazy is that I know crazy yes <laughs> But but I look back on it, it's a little crazy, but honestly, I was just in the zone. I was just going, yeah, I was just saying yes to everything. Like well, Joan Rivers. You, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Right. you have right. to. Everything. Because I didn't have a plan out of high school. No plan at all. I just went, okay, I'm doing this and this and this, and it's actually, I'm kind of happy with the way it's all worked out. <laughs> and you really did it on your own, because that was that was a little sidetrack from from your father's style oh, of or whatever. So, I mean, that was it was all you and your hard work. Oh, yeah. No, my, my dad and I, we, we, we did not see eye to eye musically at all. And that's the beauty of the show, is that he's like, you should sing jazz. And my mom's like, you're an opera singer. And I'm like, I'm a rock and roller. And now I'm a roadie. Hey, <laughs> proud? <laughs> so, you know, and I was like cleaning houses for a living. I mean, it was like really an odd sort of, but I had to find my own, because my dad was a huge star. Yeah. And it was in fame freaked me out you know we couldn't go anywhere without being mobbed by people and my dad was great with his fans but you know it was weird to me to have people pay attention to me because of my last name mm -hmm. I needed to know who I was you know I'm just starting to but I had to go through all these things and I you know I'm, I'm really happy I'm happy on so many levels right now I can't even tell you and that's what the show is a combination of in my whole life my dad's life and my connection to him and that's why it's a profound tribute to him profound I forgot how tall he was. Yeah, when you're watching some of some of the uh, black and white mm -hmm. musical films, and he had some really fun musical numbers, by oh, the totally. way. Uh, there was that one where uh, there's like five like uh, soda fountain drinks, and he oh, right. drinks at a straw, and then he plays a harmonica mm -hmm. with them. I mean, it's like crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. But he was he was abnormally tall. Well, he was also remember really slim, so yes. that made him even taller. Tall, he was six right. two, but so slim and like all arms and legs, and that then he was an eccentric dancer, which is sort of a form of tap and dance, which was really big in the 30s. Yeah. Ray Boulder was an eccentric dancer and they all had acts and they were like with their hands and their arms very and just free flowing very free flowing yeah. and very unique and that's not something you learn in tap dance school yeah. you know you learn that from a variety of experiences actually him and his sister used to hang out behind the clubs in Orlando which is which is actually where they were raised and the, their dad had a dance studio my grandfather and and watch the black dancers because they weren't the black dancers couldn't dance in the clubs so they learned oh in the alleys so there's a lot of interesting... And that's where all the moves are, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. come on now. Especially in, in those early black and white yeah. films. And your dad did a, a great dance routine with uh, Shirley Temple. Oh, Codfish Ball. 
Brilliant. My favorite, actually. And it's in the show. I talk about it and his experience with Shirley Temple, which she coming in there, six years old, all, you know, Miss, like, thing. And he's just trying to get her for 10 minutes to rehearse this dance. Yeah. And she doesn't have the time. You know, she <laughs> just doesn't. He's, if you've seen the Codfish Ball, it's, it's set on the docks of Maine. There's, like, crates and, ro- and, and rope and netting. And it's very, intricate steps he's like they're going to call this the director's going to call this and we haven't rehearsed it so he gets her for 10 minutes she comes in with her in, by limousine with her assistant director and sits down and says is the dance set or <laughs> she was no, like is the dance set <laughs> and he wasn't quite finished so he said no I think there might be a few changes she gets up leaves and over her shoulder she says Call me when it's set, and I'll come back and learn it. Girl, diva. Wow. But the point was is that at six. She had the talent, she, though. But she, she did. She came back and learned it. She didn't have the time to learn dance. She'd have to relearn. She said, right. get, it, get it finished. I'll, I will learn it. And she did it. In one hour, she learned that dance that you How see. How much pressure is that? I mean, that's, that's just she crazy. She was that busy. She yeah, was busy. In fact, huge. Shirley busy. Temple, you know, sh- I mean, Shirley Temple is. <laughs> did, did she make it to at Australia? Six, I mean, how busy are you at six? She well, was. At, she was Shirley in every Temple. Hour. Shirley Temple at six. She was is, busier is, is than Britney busy. Spears. That was okay. the yeah. Oh, because right. they had to get her before she. Threw. Now you get it. And it's such a weird. She wanted a Maserati, so she worked, bitch. Right. Yes. Right. Right. right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Um, but it, but it was such a weird world with the whole Wizard of Oz connection because oh, yeah. she was the original Dorothy. Yeah. And she was too busy, and they didn't think it was a great project for her, so she didn't well, do I mean, it. Judy Garland had the voice. I mean, that of was really the, the, the music director of, of the Wizard of Oz. Really, kind of was pushing for for Judy Garland, and and it was obviously the wise choice. You know? Yes. Um, and you know, Hollywood f- fairy tale lore. Your dad was the original Tin Man. He was the original Tin Man. He was. Yeah. Wow. Like, look at you. He's learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know. have books in Australia? Like, <laughs> no, you're a behind. Oh. We don't have water either. <laughs> they, just, they just got movies. Is that you you have a lot of flies. Ago. I do know that. <laughs> Lots of flies and some mosquitoes. <laughs> And a beautiful opera house in the middle and of the very big, And yeah. I like the zoo. I like the Very large. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, he's actually, my dad was promised the role of the Scarecrow. I did Ar- not by, know that. By Arthur Freed, no L.B. Mayer's right-hand man. Kind of came up and said, I have a secret. You're going to be the Scarecrow. And, um, you know, it wasn't meant to be because Ray Bolger came on the set and everybody knew that Ray Bolger had that, that rubber knee dance. Oh, he, yeah. And, he he, and so dad right. even knew, said, oh, no, he's, he's the Scarecrow. And so they gave him the Tin, the tin Man role, but there were a lot of problems with that. Well, yeah. yeah. No heart and all. The what? No, yeah, the heart. No yeah, heart no and heart. All. And it was, yeah, the heart thing was, no, if you really, if you, now you must know. Yes. It's, it's such a great, weird story. <clears throat> it's a great, weird story. Totally. And just remember, I heard this all as an adult. I didn't know growing up that my yeah. father was in The Wizard of Oz. And we only watched the movie about 150 million right. times. And you, and you didn't recognize. You didn't even know. No, because he, he didn't end up in the film. I see. Stay see, this me. is the part we don't Hi. know. Okay, I'm sitting in. These are youngins, Kiki. I know, I know. Fill me up. (laughs) Let me tell you a story about a man who was signed to MGM, and one of the biggest movies came through the studio one day. First, you know, big budget in color. And um, all these contract players, like my dad, were assigned parts, and... The, the scarecrow was a was sort of a, a promise, and then the Tin Man became a reality. And uh, my dad went into production and, as the Tin Man. And you'll see there's a lot of footage on that 50th anniversary DVD of The Wizard of Oz of you know promo and the screen tests, the, the screen tests right, right. and all that. <clears throat> so the makeup that they used is so he'd come into makeup and they would put a, a fake chin, a fake nose, put a skull cap on his head, cover his existing skin with with white grease paint, and then dust him liberally. 
with aluminum powder. Mm. Aluminum powder for the Australian Aluminium. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is basically Probably putting poison healthy. on your face. Dust him with aluminum powder. That's I like crazy. that. It, what the worst part of it was is he inhaled it. Mm. He inhaled it because, and then he'd have to be repeatedly dusted, you know. Yeah. And then uh, the inside of his lungs were coated with aluminum after two weeks. And he started to feel, you know, shortness in breath, and he was trying to cover it up, and like I began cramping and all that kind of stuff. One night he woke up cramping so badly that he thought he was dying. He couldn't breathe, and his fingers and hands, or, uh, toes were doubling over on themselves. Oof. He was rushed to the hospital and uh, put in an oxygen tent for six weeks, and he was recast. Jack like how crazy is that? Yeah. Do they continue to use the same? No, they mixed it with the grease paint and made a little paste. No. Did, did he get to sue the studio? Like, no. this is my business mind thinking. Are like, you serious? <laughs> no. They were contract players. They were happy to have jobs. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was the 30s. And so my dad had respiratory trouble the whole his whole life. <clears throat> and he never spoke of it. It was a painful, painful experience. But then MGM contacted him 50 years later. Five decades later and said, hey, you know, you're the only person alive to help us promote this DVD. What do you think about going to Vegas? I love it. So actually, he uh, that's was like, Hollywood. he didn't, yeah, I know. Um, he didn't want to do it, but his wife at the time said, you know what, you should do it and just and just make peace with it. And he did. And in, in that DVD is all his footage, all the promo. He gets credit finally on the soundtrack. He's actually singing on the soundtrack. Oh, he never got credit his for that. voice in the soundtrack? He's, he's in the chorus parts. And there are recordings of him singing If I Only Had a Heart. Oh, I know. That's I know. It makes me so makes Whoa. me so happy. That's right, it's empty. Uh, <laughs> sadly, um, more drinks for Kiki. Yeah, but it makes me really happy to be able to share these stories because people have it wrong. They say, "Oh, he was allergic." No, he was. It was a toxic. Yeah, it was toxic. reaction. Like, There's no allergy to poison. Asbestos right. on someone. Be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. be fine with that. Yeah. Are you allergic to asbestos? Now sing and dance. Yeah, yeah. Now sing and dance. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the whole metal stovepipe outfit that he originally had to dance in. Because it yeah. cut into him, right? Oh yeah, he, they, he did a hit she kick and like oh, the, the family jewels oh. were like, oh. oh, you know. So we almost didn't have a kiki. Oh. Exactly. No. no show, no kiki. Exactly. <laughs> so the directors like, get him out of there. This part doesn't call for a soprano. So they did. <laughs> 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 a whole other singing experience. <laughs> anyway, they changed it to cardboard. But yeah, what those were the days. No stand-ins there. Yeah, yeah, you did it all. Old, old-fashioned Hollywood. Your dad was just so resilient. You know, uh, everybody loves him from uh, Beverly uh, Hillbillies, um, and then of course Barnaby Jones. Like yeah. he played these like iconic characters. Yeah, amazing. What was it like growing <clears throat> up during that time? Because he, he was a little bit older. Uh, I think he yeah. was fifty w- when you were yeah. born, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it was different. It was like. I mean, I, you know, I didn't know, uh, this was my only dad. <laughs> so I thought, all dads are this old. Uh, they're, they're, I didn't think he was old. I, did, I just saw him on He was just dad. He had a, yeah, it was just dad, and, but he was on television. And what's television? Are all dads on television? And so this is what my show goes into with my little brother and I going, trying to find him on TV when he wasn't home. And, you know, we'd latch on to certain shows and think it was him and, you know, find out we're really watching Lawrence Welk. And <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> So there was some confusion. Um, But, you know, when he was there, it was really special because he didn't, you know, we were were not raised in the bright lights of Hollywood. We we were raised on a ranch and we were raised 
in Balboa Island. So we had the water and sailing and swimming and, and horses and horses on the ranch and hiking and like you know in my show we chopped our own wood and we sh- we learned to shoot a gun and I drove a tractor. I mean you know, all before You're I was, Annie Oakley. All before I was <laughs> like eight years old, you know. So I mean by the time I was nine, I was pretty much on my own, you know. Like I could, we were fighting forest fires and evacuating horses. So he he really had us very down to earth, and and I think that's I, I credit that so much to who I am today. Because Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm just not taken in by celebrity. I, I enjoy performing, but I am not taken in by it. I, it's, I am totally me. And I want, I think the arts are here to heal people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I aim to do until I can't do it anymore. Oh my God, I love that. We need more like this one. We need more like this one. Just um, saying. Your songwriting, you have many CDs and it's, it's all original music. Um, what's that process? I'm going to ask you guys this too. What is your po- process when, when you get an idea in your head? Is it the melody that comes first? Is it the lyrics? Or, and, and how do you sit down and manifest that song? You know, a lot of times it could be just me sitting at a, at a piano. I'm a pianist. Um, I am very moved by my personal experiences and by emotion. I mean, if I'm in a dark mood, and it's the best thing if I just go <laughs> to the piano. I do have some dark songs, and I have some happy songs. Um, it's usually a melodic idea first, um, and then the and then the a lyric comes almost immediately, um, and then and then it fashions itself. Even if it's just. Um, nonsensical syllables it'll fashion itself into a rhyme that will just make sense to me I think that's a gift from Mm -hmm. somewhere way beyond you know that I can control it's like the magic eight ball you know it's like oh there's the song you know and it's there and if you have an idea don't think you're gonna get it like get put it down somehow because you're not gonna remember it especially in dreamland like I have written some songs in dreams and if I didn't get up and write them I would have lost the most incredible songs Incredible. So they're they're that's really fascinating. Guests. Yeah, that is fascinating. that's fascinating to it, me. Is that your yeah. your guys's approach too when when you work on an original song? For us, song songwriting is it's it's just what it is. I I, I never know if 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 I'm going to be inspired at that moment and write something or if if some dream or problem is going to keep me up until 3 or 4 a.m. and then suddenly then I'm inspired to write something or if I've had a lot of heartbreak, which is really kind of the best recipe, oh, isn't it's it? it's amazing. Kiki? I love it. Uh, oh, hello. Heartbreak. Break yeah. my heart, heartbreak, please. Well, now like, you have a, you know, yeah. Yeah. sitting right there. Bring on the divorces <laughs> because that means I can write my next best breakup imagine? album. Like Adele gets pissed off when she has like a, a boyfriend because, you know, she's like, oh, I can't do this. She's songs. like 24. I know. I mean, like, like what know, a heartbreak. Yeah, it's just, Hello. Yeah. But you know, heartbreak can have hope in the song, mm-hmm. hope for a future. You, you know, maybe with the same, maybe with that person at a later date, or, or a good you know, divorce lawyer, yep. or a good divorce lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think it's all very positive, and I I mean the one thing I know without a doubt is you cannot hide your emotions, not anymore. You know, it's got to come out one way or another, and it might as well come out for good than, than, no, and, than in a bad and way. And as a songwriter, you can't plan when you're going to be inspired. Right. So you just have to take it when it comes. Yeah. And that's kind of when I do it. One thing I want to do is practice more writing for, ta- like, not for task, but to, to write with somebody, to collaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a great show in town called Top Tune. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or no. seen it, but it's mm-hmm. a it's a li- it's a live action songwriting show for two hours, and you get together and oh. you write a tune in 17 minutes, and you have to go perform it, and it's like bam, bam, bam. That's wow, fun. yeah, that's it's a trip. Fun. I'll tell you about. I just don't like other people that much to want to sit and collaborate. That's why I have a guest co-host each week. Fair <laughs> enough. The same one Fair all enough. the time. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so excited for your show on Father's Day. What what a perfect uh, way to celebrate Father's Day with this loving tribute. Um, if you go to YouTube and put in Kiki Epson, there's so many great clips we're gonna actually play one um and it's produced by the amazing clifford bell 
Hi, um, Clifford. Hi, Clifford. Who's <laughs> behind us, yes. by the way. Yes. Um, so tell us uh, uh, where they can get tickets and tell us just a little bit uh, about the show. Well, the show is at the Catalina Jazz Club, which is Great space. pretty much one of the most famous jazz clubs in Hollywood. Yeah. I've always wanted to play there on Father's Day. So this is a dream come true. This is the first time. Awesome. <clears throat> first time that I have played Great. at Catalina. Um, it's at 1 p.m. It's a brunch. I have a quartet backing me up. I'm going to play. It's a, it's jazz. The music is just beautiful jazz standards that all have are related to my dad's career. So Moon River will play. My dad was in Breakfast at Tiffany's. We'll do. Yes, uh, Eric was a big fan I by the way. Oh, okay. We were talking about it before the show. Yeah. For like, other reasons though, Kiki. That's, <laughs> yeah, <that's> exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and I do Over the Rainbow. I do If I Only Had a Brain, a really great rendition of that. And I do a song, some songs my dad wrote. Some of his favorite tunes, Laura. Well, which we and a beautiful bit in there as a tribute to him, and it's it's and there's the multimedia. My brother's a video editor. My brother Dustin and he created this beautiful backdrop of of, of, of pictures and video of Dad dancing and a lot of really wonderful dance clips that you may not have seen before. So I talk <clears throat> a lot about you know these stories that we heard um, that I've that I spoke of, and then also my impressions of growing up with him and it's it's a lot of it's very funny and lighthearted and there's some very touching yes. emotional parts as well but it's really about feeling connected to your parents even though they're not here anymore mm-hmm. and letting them guide you if you just listen and it's, it's it's super important i think as we get older to feel inspired i mean as mm-hmm. we go in i mean I, that's how i am that's how i feel you know life doesn't stop after 50 i'm here <laughs> to attest to Kiki that Kiki needs her own podcast you know, i need to, I I need to like i need to wake up to I'm like you like uh, so no much. i don't need the competition hello <laughs> i'm just looking at you. i usually talk so much I'm like i have no <laughs> That's am- Her stories are like, so I just want to wake up to you. Like Th- this is amazing, actually amazing. Amazing. Th- this no. is such a perfect episode to have you guys in, especially after this last weekend. Right. The music is so moving, and it tells all of our stories yeah. from wherever we come from. Anybody can listen to a piece of music, and it's it's the universal language. It, it, is. it, it really is. It really is. is. Um, your, the reviews for the show have been great, and it's based off the Scarecrow Sessions, yes. which is your CD, mm-hmm. uh, which has a lot of these songs. Uh, the review for If I Only Had a Brain, uh, one of the reviews said, "Who knew that the song could mean something?" So much more than 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 the, the tune. Yeah. Um. So Catalina Jazz Club. I think it's CatalinaJazzClub.com. Right. Uh, and you KikiEpson.com as well. It has all the information. I think there's some gold star tickets left as well. Are we going? Should we go? Let's go. Oh, you guys should can go. We go. Let's go. I have after buzz, so I can't drink too much, but I'll be there. We're going. <laughs> oh, please go. We're going. Uh, we're awesome. coming. Yeah. yeah. We're coming. What, what a what a perfect uh what, what a perfect uh d- for for fathers. Yeah. What a perfect. Kind of great. Um. So we are gonna watch a clip. Uh. Mm. It's the Moon River section from the show. And when we come back, it's Brandon James duo. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Drifting 
Kiki Epson. P.S. Who looks that sexy at a piano? Maybe James does. Maybe James looks sexy like at a piano like that. But it's like, girl, was amazing. Work. Yes. You better work. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> no, but uh, when I listen to your version, that song has been haunting me over and over and over. It's it's so beautiful. You have such a great uh, style and, and presence. It's. What a treat! If you're oh, if you're you. local, if not local, get on a plane uh, yes. Sunday 1 p.m. Catalina Jazz Club. Thank you. All right, what what a room of talent, right? Uh, Brandon, do you need some more vodka? By the way, it's here. Two shots of vodka. Do you know this? No, I was making fun of you earlier because you were pouring it, and there's this really awesome. Oh yes, it's the viral video. Yes, it's like two shots and the two shots of vodka, and she pours She's my homegirl, by the way. She's my homegirl. I figured you guys were related or something. Well, yes, we look very much alike. But yeah, pass it. <laughs> but, oh, but yes. Oh, yes, but yes. The Brandon James duo, uh, of course, Brandon James, I mean, Hello. and then James Clark. Hi. That, that's how that works, yep. right? Um, you guys have played all over the world, um, and the, the talent that you guys have worked with, uh, James, you've been personal cellist to Adina Menzel, Bernadette Peters, uh, Olivia Newton-John, Leia Salonga. P.S., is Leia Salonga really difficult to work with? No, she's Be the most awesome. I, I Honestly, it was... It was my birthday when I played for her, and she and I sat at a piano in a piano bar after the performance and sang the duet from A Whole New World. Like, we just sang it in the bar. I played, and we both sang the thing. She is just super chill and so awesome. Well, that's great. Yep. I mean, it was a whole show of ballads, but right. it was it was awesome. <laughs> My very first cabaret I ever did. You know, when when you're young, you don't know. You just like do every epic song. It was two hours of ballads. Yeah, and your mom was so happy mm-hmm. the whole time. Some drunk guy in the back was like, "Sing a ballad next." But to be fair, there was a time in history when doing a show of two hours full of amazing ballads was actually perfectly acceptable. And now we have this this whole tempo thing, and this everyone needs to hear music so loud and ear splitting, and it everything has changed. And suddenly, ballads are like the enemy, but it's they're actually the most beautiful songs. Yeah. If I might still speak up on their behalf, it was all beautiful, uh, beautiful music for sure. Awesome. Um, and then, Brandon, you are a finalist on America's Got Talent. Howard Stern himself said that you were just amazing. Heidi Klum, you took America's uh, heart uh, w- with your performances. In your audition, you had jet lag because you had just come back from Australia, correct? I had. It was my first trip to Australia. Yeah, uh, I was there for New Year's 2013, and. The audition was in Chicago on January 3rd, and there was this ice storm, uh, and we were advised not to go out that day, but 
<laughs> a friend of mine encouraged me, if you don't audition for things, you're never going to get anywhere. So I thought, oh, well, that's profound advice, isn't it? Um, so I waited with 10,000 people and here we are. And it had been 40 degrees Celsius in Sydney probably when you were there too. So it wasn't just that there was a polar vortex in Chicago, but you'd also been in blistering heat probably. This probably helped. Yeah. I don't know what 40 degrees Celsius means. Like 120 or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 120. Do you guys know what that Someone means? Someone ask Siri. We don't do metric. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear numbers, my eyes just glaze. I don't do yeah, math. Honestly, it kind of <laughs> sounded right. Give so me some vodka. Going two with shots yeah. of vodka. I, like, uh, like, I like, think like, so. Like. I only know yeah. that there's two taquitos and a value meal at uh, Green Burrito. That's, that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon, like you have been an opera, you uh, and you're an OC boy. I'm an OC boy too. You are. You Where went are you to from? Irvine High School. I went to Santa Margarita High School. Well, you've done your research. Oh, I do. It's That's why you like that stalker tour company. Exactly, with the Glitterati. <laughs> right. You founded it. Um, but you have performed uh, with, uh, for the Nelson Mandela uh, event, and also for the Pope for his yeah. birthday, Pope Benedict, the weird one, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the Vatican. I'm Catholic. I can say that. He's kind of like the interim Pope, really. Wasn't yeah, he, he was like the what Pope? <laughs> I mean, there was John Paul, and then there's Francis, and yes, no one in the really remembers yeah. what happened in between. So, can, can I just say something really fast? I have uh, altociliophobia. And that's a, a it's a form. Of yes, it's it's a, a form of agoraphobia, but it's fear of high ceilings. <laughs> so when I went to the Vatican, where you oh. performed for the Pope, I fainted, <laughs> and with the tour group, my boyfriend walked away and left me fainted on the floor. The tour guide had to drag me out of the Vatican. Oh, and you, and you fainted way. like this. That, wow. uh, yeah, that's I, how I, you fainted. That was I mean, perfect, like, you know, like Jesus. Yeah. Just I, like I just that, right, of course. Um, but when you guys I just do... figured you were struck down by lightning. I mean, you were in the Vatican, <laughs> after all. How dare you? I'm incorruptible, by the way. In 100 years, I'll still be here. <laughs> a little bit lighter, hopefully. hopefully I finally sweetie, hopefully. achieved my goal weight. <laughs> 100 years later. <laughs> um, but you're, when you guys, like, how did you guys meet? You were a music director for, for one of his performances, right? Yes. Yes, but we met before that. Like she met the There's modern a grinder way. story here, but you guys are telling like the fairy tale version. It's no? a scruff no. story. Oh, scruff! Brandon is not in scruff. Brandon is not on scruff because anymore. He's because happily, yes. Oh, you partnered. guys. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. I'm over it. Okay. Next. <laughs> no, but so, did you really so meet online? We, or? we, we actually did. We, we did, really meet, did meet, online, meet online, kind of like the modern way of the doing things. The bio says they met. At Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh, that's what we used to tell. We used to tell our. We used to tell our mums that we met at Starbucks. But Kiki is like, I'm just gonna have another sip. (laughs) So we did get over that. We did tell tell our our moms in particular that we met at Starbucks at first because you know we're both good church boys or at least came from that background and it just felt wrong to tell our moms we met online. They didn't know what the what's online. I've never been there. They didn't get it. Um, But now we've just been open and honest about it and. And you guys have traveled around the world in so many different different venues and in front of different crowds. How does being on that performance mode over and over and over, how does it affect the relationship? Or I mean, tra- does it? Traveling is stressful. Am I right, Kiki? I mean, you are a roadie. Traveling is very stressful. It can be, yes. It can, it can be. be. It can be. Oh, with 18 other men, I mean, yes. it also be fun. Well, if you're single, I think, <laughs> well. it's, I think it's a little bit different. But like you guys you guys are together, and then you perform together, and yep. then you collaborate together. Live, work. Are you like, at one point, like, it. can I just have a day? Like, Three, I'm going to go to Disneyland today. 165 yeah. days a year. Oh, yeah. how 366 charming. 366 in a leap year. Oh! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> rough. How do you guys make time for you guys? As a, as a couple and we, it's not overshadowed by the the musicianship Sundays we always take Sundays yeah unless um, we have to perform um, plus we really like each travel. other and yeah. we're good communicators so it helps that we actually do love each other and to 
If someone needs some space, they take it, and everyone's fine with that. Like, there's no. I love how you used everyone yeah, like, and they and whatever. Gem- well, and we're both, there's we're only two people in this. We're you both know. Gemini's, so there's actually four. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Fair your enough. birthday last week. It was my birthday on Sunday. <laughs> and it's your birthday on this Sunday. week. Oh, yeah, or oh. that's why everyone was in. So that's why everyone was in Santa Monica, right? For Pride was for my birthday. Right? Is that that's why they were all out here? I'm pretty sure that was for me. Everyone was out for me. So you were celebrating your birthday at Flaming Saddles. Oh yeah. And some. <laughs> I didn't plan it. I, I would no, have done something yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. Huh. little bit. Yeah. And okay. Brandon, your grandfather was actually in the country music. He collaborated with uh, Elvis Presley Johnny Cash. and Johnny Cash. Yeah. So you came from country and then into opera, and you guys now do pop opera. Something that's like very that unique about the people sitting at this table is that Kiki and I both share a degree in opera. I mean, right. how often does that happen that two of us are sitting at one table? That is random. Yeah. I must say. And yeah. that you're actually working in actually, a lot of uh, opera degrees are making one foot long sandwiches somewhere. <laughs> or one of us would have slaughtered the other by now if we were real opera singers. Oh, for sure. We wouldn't be, wouldn't be drinking Or died vodka. of consumption. We would not be drinking Game of Thrones We'd have about a million room, room mufflers water. on. And be like, yeah. oh, I can't do it. <laughs> spray, 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 you know. Um, I cannot believe this. <laughs> we are, are almost out of time. We barely what? got to talk. Just talking. Went, so, uh, I know, but there's Just another talking. show after us. Um, where can our listeners find you? <laughs> Our listeners can find us, your listeners rather, on www.brandonjames.com or uh, at Brandon J Music. That's all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a brand new single coming out called You Belong, and I think we're going to hear a little bit of it tonight. We're going to end the show with the, with the sneak uh, peek premiere. Awesome. Yeah, this is, it's, it's this is a world premiere of a, a song that we wrote. It's kind of a departure from what we do. We are classical crossover artists, but... Um, especially in this time, we wanted to write a song. Uh, I think there's too many people out there who feel like they're isolated or, you know, h- humans can kind of be mean to other humans if you haven't you noticed. Don't say. Like humanity I'm a needs chunky a, boy in West Hollywood. Let me tell you how that, how that goes. Yeah, okay. So we need to check. But for all the people that are, are victimized by bullying or 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 even Racism, more horrible anything. things. Um, we wrote we a song saw, for them. Yeah. It's called You Belong, and it's about the fact that we're all the same and everyone has a place. Yeah. So that's what this is about. Awesome. Well, I have had such a great time. Oh, we didn't even get to do Blackout. It's okay. It's okay. The, oh my go God. on the website. Go okay. to the website. Um, I'm blacked out right now, so yes. you could take a picture of me, and we're, we're good to go. Um, you, you got, all you guys Tuesday. have to come back for more stories and to share more music. Um, we're going to end the show uh, by the premiere of You Belong. Uh, just real fast, coming up on the show, we have Paul Dooley next week, veteran actor from 16 Candles to the uh, Christopher Guest films. Uh, Tara Reid is coming on, Corey Feldman, <gasps> Barbara Eden I'm is coming, coming back. on the show. Wow. It's going to be a shit show. Tara Reid. <laughs> That'll be a Blackouts Tara Reid edition. Just Tara Reid pictures. <laughs> so, <laughs> it'll be just her. Kurt, thank you so much. As we leave, we are listening to Brandon James. You belong. See you next Tuesday. Comes from love, it'll never